0: Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour.
1: Good afternoon and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Clayton the Claw on the board. Good afternoon, Clayton. Good afternoon, Drake. Man, we've got it going on today. The NCAA tournament is in full bloom along with the Bradford Pairs that line up and down Highway 31 going through Columbia, Tennessee, causing my voice to scratch out a little bit. I apologize for that, but we're going to get through this hour. I've also got some tips at the end, uh, some NCAA wagering tips at the end of, uh, or picks magic eight ball picks at the end of, uh, of the hour. So you folks don't go anywhere, get a pen and pencil pen or pencil and some paper handy to jot those down. Um, but right now, I, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of basketball going on and we're going to get to that, uh, but I think one of the biggest stories right now in sports is Aaron Rodgers. Wouldn't you? I mean, wouldn't you? When you say that's kind of a big deal, he's gone. He is. Uh, it's pretty much a done deal. I, I mean, I haven't. I don't know if they they're good, they're working out the compensation for Green Bay and compensation for Rodgers, but. uh He's going to be a J E T S Jets Jet 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 Jet, All right?
0: Yeah, and uh, the question is, will he be able to wear number twelve?
1: Because who's got twelve? Oh, because of Joe Willie.
0: Joe Willie. That, that's that's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, he's, and so but, that,
1: that that number has been retired for the Jets
0: many years. Okay, and, and you know, he's the second Green Bay quarterback to uh, finish out a historic career with the Packers and then leave to go to the New York Jets, as uh, we all remember uh, Brett Favre uh, and his famous Crocs.
1: Yeah. You know, when Brett Favre was with the Jets, he had his own – he didn't get dressed with the team. He didn't shower with the team. Uh, In the stadium, I guess they played – they play in the New Jersey stadium over there, the The Meadowlands. Yeah, the Meadowlands. Yeah. yeah, he had his he had his own dressing room in the Meadowlands,
0: and and, and had his uh, famous uh, photo that he took and sent to a reporter, uh, where
1: of his naughty bits.
0: Yeah, where they were able to identify him based on his Crocs uh, that he was wearing.
1: There you go. Yeah, you know Brett Favre
0: Brett Favre. He Brett Favre uh, has had a rough time since he's gotten out of football, and. Uh, you know, I, I, he took a lot of shots to the head. I mean, that's let's just be honest. He, you
1: know, I always thought he would. I always thought he would go into the broadcast booth. But obviously, he's just not sharp enough, or not smart enough, they, not they, clever enough.
0: They said the spring after he got out of football, he, he went and watched his daughters play soccer. Mm-hmm. He didn't remember any of it.
1: Wow. Well, so, yeah. And now he's in all this hot water about. Taking Ball, money volleyball. for the volleyball complex at Southern Miss, and it's just it's it's just not good. And and you know, it's hard to feel sorry for a guy that knowingly kind of does stuff like that. You know what I mean? I mean it. It, it makes it hard for hard. It makes us makes it hard for us to feel sorry for a guy.
0: Especially does. when it was money allocated for Medicaid. I you know?
1: mean, only in Mississippi, no. I'm gonna take that back. There's some other states that probably that could happen in too. Yeah. Um. Well, last night. Um, okay, let's get let's get back to a rod uh, on the Pat McAfee show mm-hmm. um, on Wednesday. Um, I'm quoting Aaron Rodgers. He said, "I made it clear to the Green Bay brass of my intentions." And my intention is to play football and to play for the New York Jets. That's what he told the upper management of Green Bay. um, And he said that on, like I said, the Pat the Pat McAfee show on Wednesday. So it looks like he's out at Green Bay and Jordan Love is going to be in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, you know, the thing about it is Aaron Rodgers, he – He's definitely not new to controversy. No. Um, When they uh, drafted Jordan Love.
0: Was not happy.
1: He was not happy about it, but he dealt with it. Uh, In 2018, uh, he kind of had a standoff with the Green Bay franchise. I think he won MVP that year.
0: (laughs) He also also had a standoff in the NFL about getting vaccinated.
1: Right, and so, um, you know, he's not – like I said, it's nothing new to him for controversy, but – and rumors are he wants – he wants – I think the the Jets have already signed signed Lazard.
0: He wants Randall Cobb. He wants Randall Cobb, 32-year-old
1: Randall Cobb. He's got a whole list of wants of who he – who he wants, and I mean, you know, he of course he's got he's he's got some talent already. Brees Hall is going to be back and healthy. I think I think he's going to have a, a terrific year. Just like uh, I think he's going to have the type of year that Kenneth Walker the third had in Seattle, which is a great year for a rookie.
0: Where does Zach Wilson fit into all this?
1: Well, I mean, you know what? He's probably relieved. <laughs> probably, <laughs> you know. He's probably going to get paid holding the clipboard with, a, with the ball cap on. And, uh, of course, you know, Zach was – he took some shots this past year. I'm not – you know, let's not lie. I mean, that, that offensive line is going to have to be to f- uh, built up, and I'm sure Rodgers will have a have a hand in that too, um, which I really don't blame him. I think Aaron Rodgers is, what, 39 years old? 30 years a year older than me. 39 years old. Uh, And
0: and also, speaking of the NFL and locally, Columbia Shaq Mason traded to the Houston Texans.
1: Is that right? So he's going to play for D'Amico Ryan's former Alabama linebacker.
0: And possibly with Bryce Young. They hold the second pick of the draft.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And, you know, uh, with D'Amico Ryan's and his loyalty to Alabama, favoritism to Alabama, he could very easily –
0: it appears the Panthers are going after Stroud, which will give them Right yeah. Sean.
1: Stroud sure has been talking a lot of smack about himself, hasn't he? He's you know, I'm I'm the best. I can throw the ball anywhere I want, and I think I've been the best college football player over the past two years and I mean
0: well, the, the Big Ten is not the SEC. That's the absolutely thing.
1: not. Now um Agent less. Lamar Jackson is also another high-profile quarterback that's trying to figure out basically what he's going to do. Now, he's, as of yesterday at 3 o'clock, that opened up the window for negotiating with other football teams, other NFL teams.
0: Started the new year in the NFL. Right.
1: And so he tweeted out uh, 133 slash 3 slash 3 fully guaranteed and then he said but I need an agent kind of a question mark now what that was was uh I believe the first offer from the Ravens to Lamar Jackson was somewhere in the 200 million dollar range with uh, with 133 million of it guaranteed guaranteed up front and that is that is for the first that's that covers the first three years of the contract, and I think of the rest like the sixty seven million sixty five million would be on the back end of the the two years after the first three for a five year contract mm-hmm. um you know the owners don't like the the, the n f l owners i bet they had a fit when Jimmy Haslam paid. Deshaun Watson. Watson. And, you know, and and this is, and, and, you know, think about it. Lamar Jackson's sitting back looking to get paid, and I understand that. He's 26 years old, right in there. And he seems, it seems like he'd be older than that, but 26 years old. I mean, you know what I mean? Seems like he's been in the league for 10 or 15 years. I know. I mean, it's crazy. Out of Louisville. But if if you're Lamar Jackson, you're thinking, wait a minute. I'm better. Deshaun Watson is a five hundred. His record is about five hundred. Uh, he was in all sorts of trouble, basically suspended for the year by the Texans. All sorts of terrible trouble uh, with with these allegations from thirty something women, and you know there's more out there than that. Absolutely. And he's getting paid. He's getting paid guaranteed money. Why? Why shouldn't I get paid guaranteed money? And that's that's a but because. The NFL owners don't like paying guaranteed contracts, especially the quarterbacks, long-term quarterbacks. And we could go uh, – if you want to talk about long-term quarterbacks, let's talk about Russell Wilson right now and the Denver Broncos, the, the terrible situation that look like they've gotten into. Okay. Unless Russell does some type of offseason unbelievable –
0: I don't know. He's a classic example of a guy that got way too comfortable, and you
1: can just tell his heart's
0: not in it. He's just not very good. He's just not very good.
1: Um, Like we said before, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray. I mean –
0: Yeah, we saw what kind of year he had after he signed that big contract. Terrible.
1: Aaron Rodgers. Uh, We're talking about they don't know these long-term deals for these quarterbacks. And Matthew Stafford. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah. Another Matthew, another bad year.
1: I mean, you know the, the the Rams were terrible,
0: and it appears Baker Mayfield is going to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Yeah, I think they 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 brought him in. Yeah. So uh, that you know that's what's going on. As as far as Aaron Rodgers goes, I mean, yeah, he's he probably he probably can call do whatever he wants to. He probably call the shots, and he's gonna—he's probably gonna hold a grudge against. He's probably gonna hold a grudge against Green Bay, you know. Maybe not the fans, but Green Bay management, and you know, feel like he wasn't treated—he wasn't treated respectfully and all. And, and you know, as he moves over and goes to the New York Jets, so. But I feel as though the Jets would probably be his last stop. Wouldn't you think?
0: I would think, unless it's kind of like far if it's a bad year this year, and then he. You know, yeah, Favre went to Minnesota, which I think was, you know, he was a play away from going to the Super Bowl. They ended up getting beat by the uh, uh, New Orleans Saints that year. Okay. Saints, so, Saints went on to win the Super Bowl against the Colts.
1: Yeah. Jamal Williams from um, Detroit has been picked up by the New Orleans Saints, matter of fact, running back.
0: Um, you know, hey, Rob. Hey, what about your Vegas uh, Raiders? Getting Jimmy G, it appears. It's a good pickup, I think so. In a, in a I, reunion with him and uh, McDaniel's,
1: yeah, I I think I think that'll be I think that'll be a good move for the Raiders. I agree. I I can you know sometimes you can I I can vision players' names on the back of their jerseys. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I can see Garoppolo across the back of one of those black Raider jerseys for some reason. Correct. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. Certain players and certain names, you can just kind of when you hear hear them uh, picked up by a certain team, you can just kind of envision them in that jersey. Uh, and speaking of jerseys, the XFL. You, you watch a little of the XFL. I do. You know they use the number zero. Mm-hmm. NFL does not.
0: Uh, high school and NCAA now are using zero as well.
1: So you know should should yeah, should, I, the, should I, the NFL pick up the number zero? Why not? No, that'd be a just, good. Just that'd another be a good jersey num- for him to sell. That'd be a good number for Aaron Rodgers, yeah. you know. Since since twelve is taken, uh, you know, it's been retired. I'm for sure, Joe Namath sure at the Joe, Jets.
0: I'm sure Joe Willie would be willing to let Aaron use it if he you. You think
1: he'd give that up for I, his I time think, I, for I, I his time and then re-retire it once he's gone?
0: Yeah, I think, I, don't, I, I could see, I could see Joe Willie being cool enough to let that happen.
1: Yeah, Joe's pretty cool. He is. He is. He's pretty cool.
0: That's um, Susie Colbert.
1: Yes. Yes. You know, I heard a story about Joe. Joe, name it. There was a guy, I can't remember who it was, but he said back in the when Joe was in his prime with the Jets, he was in New York and he was there was it was game day, it was Sunday. And the guy was either leaving his hotel or checking out of the hotel. But anyway, in the same hotel lobby, he's up and it's early, he's the guy said it's early in the morning. I was flying out earlier leaving early, real early. And it's Sunday and uh here comes Joe Willie off the Joe Namath off the elevator with, you know, a blonde under one arm and a redhead lady under the other. And they're kinda of stumbling out of the elevator and going getting a getting a limousine outside and take off, you know. And the guy thought to himself. He said, "Man, there goes Joe Willie. He's been up partying all night. He's just, you know, he can't see straight. He's hung over." So the guy went and bet. He said he bet a pretty good amount against Joe that day. Not wise. And he threw for like five touchdowns, and they beat <laughs> yeah. him for like 30, like by like thirty points. And he said, "The guys that I'll never, I'll never bet against Joe Nameth again." Absolutely. You know? So, uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, You know, and and the problem is with Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, there's the injury history and, you know, the way, the style that he plays, he opens himself up for injury, right? Yeah. So, okay, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Clayton McClaw, and we'll be back in about two minutes. Hang tight.
3: Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM Columbia.
7: Uh, all around the world. Uh, uh, to the beach, you uh.
1: Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. and that's some, that's some good jam right there. You know what I'm talking about? That's some good, that's some good jam. I love good jam. That's it. There it is. Um, let's finish up a little NFL talk before we get too knee-deep into March Madness. Ezekiel Elliott has been released by the Cowboys.
0: Not a shocker. Not a shocker.
1: Um, And so I assume Tony Pollard is going to take over the Rock for them. And uh, uh, Jerry Jones put out some social media stuff and basic media stuff. Just thanking uh, Zeke for his time at Dallas and always be welcome there and and a member of the Dallas Cowboy family. Um, and we'll see what's up in his future. I think he probably might want to get back in the weight room and get in a little bit better shape. It just seems like the last couple of years, Zeke Elliott's gotten a little bit bigger and a little bit slower each season. Looks old, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but he he did he did get paid over seven, just over seventy million dollars for seven years. That, um, that, so that's that's that, average out ten million dollars a year. That's you know that's that's pretty good pay for. Playing football on Sundays. What's going to happen with Derrick Henry, seven.
0: though? You know, you keep hearing they're shopping him around. Him and him and Zeke came out in the same year. I mean, I think Derrick's in much better physical. Oh, Derrick
1: is. You know,
0: uh, I just don't think that would be a popular move by Rand Carthon if he does that.
1: Well, I I feel as though it just depends what you can get for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean,
0: yeah. No, I get it. It's part of the business. But Henry seems like the type of guy that would restructure his deal to make make it work where he could stay here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. What about the Predators, man? The, uh, oh, oh, let me ask you this. We, we were talking about the NFL not using the number zero or double zero mm-hmm. on jerseys, which the XFL does. Another thing the XFL does and what's been kind of thrown out there is there a – Kick off? The, no, the on, instead of the onside kick, do you know what they do? They have a fourth and goal from the 20-yard line to for you to retain the ball. If if you make a – in other words, if you have it on the 20-yard line and you score a touchdown on one play – You get the ball back. You get the ball back. I like it. I, <laughs> I like mean, it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I like that's, it. It's kind of crazy. Rather than having the onside kick and, you know, the really uh, – Really uh, increasing the probability of an injury uh, because those onside kicks can be so, so vicious at that point. You know, you get a, a running 10 yards, 15 yards, where it is, and you just at full speed, you're just trying to take the head off of the guy trying to catch the ball.
0: Have you seen their kickoff, their normal kickoff? No, I'm not. They kick the ball off from the 40, but the return team lines up at the 20 yard line on the other end. And then the return – or the coverage team – The receiving
1: up. team lines up uh, – they line up across the 20-yard line.
0: With, with one man behind them to receive the kick. Okay. Then the defenders, who are trying to make the stop, line up at the 30. So they don't have that big collision.
1: Oh, I mean, at the 30-yard at the line, just 10 yards away from exactly, the Exactly,
0: exactly. And then the guy can either fair catch it or he can try to return it. But they're only separated by 10 yards, but they're already at that end of the field. So nobody's running – Full speed and making those big time hits and collisions that you were just referring to,
1: huh? Well, there you go. I mean, you know, there's always room for improvement. Absolutely. I don't. I don't think. That, I know that. I know the NFL. You know, feels like they're, you know, they they are. They're they're a machine. They're a money making machine, and the owners make make a lot of money, and they have for a long time, and they feel like they're the only game in town. I, I get that but i think you always have to be open for suggestions yeah just like we are here at the front porch sports radio hour you can text in your suggestions at 931 626 3131 that's right 931 626 3131 you can you can text us and tell us how wonderful or how awful we are we can handle it. we're we're grown up so we can we can do this
0: or call and leave a voicemail you yes. never know you may end up being on the commercial
1: that's right. You can do that too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, hockey news on the hockey front: the Predators have won three straight. They are and
0: that trade sounds like it's they,
1: working. They are they are just on the out. They're the next team, first team out of the playoff picture right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are like four points behind the Winnipeg Jets. So, and I'm, I, you know. A few more wins, of you know, they could turn this this streak into maybe six straight. They might be able to jump jump in there and kick the, and kick out the the uh, Jets. So uh, they had the Blackhawks tonight in Nashville in in Bridgestone, and uh, they're like minus two seventy five. It's almost three to one odds. Might be a might be a good night to put a little money on the Blackhawks. You know, there's there's a little bit of history there, and of course the Blackhawks have always played very physical tough hard-nosed hockey and uh, and the predators have always been uh, uh, I don't know a rival of theirs I don't know if that's really a, that considered that but they've had some pretty tough hockey games with the Blackhawks uh join us in the studio now is. Our good friend and yours, Big Lou Maddox. What's going on, good guys? Af- good afternoon, Big Lou. How are you? Good
0: afternoon. You? Doing good. I see you're on, the UCL- you're on the UCLA
1: bandwagon, I see.
3: You can see that? Yeah. I, w- I didn't know. Oh, you can see it once the tournament. Okay, yeah, once yeah, it started.
1: Once look. the tournament starts, yeah, we see that you picked UC- you, you UCLA. Had, you took you took just, my – my-
3: No, I mean, I, you know, once I got there, that kind of crept into my mind is what you were saying. But okay. Your dad also through, picked UCLA. Did he really? Yes, he did. <laughs> but wow! Both he told me he picked Tennessee. He must have um, been. He must have been joking.
6: He know. must have been lying to me. Who, anyway. who
1: did? I, who did you guys out there pick? Now I've I've got Alabama, and that's that's my heart. That that you know I'm an Alabama fan. Went to Alabama, so I've got Alabama. But I do feel as though UCLA is 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 my long shot. I bet them before a few months ago at thirteen to one odds.
0: You're right, Lewis. Your dad did take Tennessee. The lead that I saw uh, that took UCLA was uh, Lee Williams, so he has UCLA as well.
3: Yeah, I think I think old Lee's got Alabama and Tennessee in the in the Natty. Your dad? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that would be uh, that would be something. That would, that
3: would truly be something else. That, um, either that or in the Final Four, I, I Probably Final Four. I think, I, think I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the play in the play in games of the first four. I guess the first four games that were played earlier this week on Tuesday and Wednesday, Texas A&M defeated Southeast Missouri State, uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi that is, and uh, they will be playing Alabama later to later today. Yeah, today and they're playing two forty-five today. Right? Right? Okay, one forty-five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And um, Arizona State beat Nevada, and they will take on TCU.
0: They whooped Nevada. Yes, it wasn't even close.
1: Uh, Pittsburgh beat Mississippi State in a hard-fought game that was a pretty that was a good ball game and
0: UCLA or Mississippi State had a wide open look to win that game and just couldn't, could, couldn't
1: couldn't convert mm-hmm. uh so Pittsburgh will be playing Iowa State and Fairleigh Dickinson University uh beat Texas Southern and they had the honors of taking on seven foot four Zach Eady and Purdue yep so uh I've got Virginia.
0: This is getting close. It is. We got we got a couple of teams on upset alert already. Yeah. We got Kansas who's trailing the Howard, and Kansas is number 1 seed. They're at the uh they're at the 10 minute mark of the first half. Kansas just took a 21-20 lead, but Howard's hanging in there.
1: Yeah, Howard Howard can put some points on the board. They're their athletic team. And uh also Furman has made a three-point game against Virginia. With six minutes to go.
0: And Virginia was up like 13
1: just a f- yeah. couple of minutes ago. Furman's been shooting the three ball pretty well. So, um, but anyway, that's that's kind of what's going on around here. We have a – we haven't decided on the prizes yet for our – I think we're going to do the Amazon gift card. You think – I think everybody, everybody uses Amazon gift cards. So, yeah. So, I think that's what's going to be our prize, uh, prize for our front porch radio group in uh, – Wow. On the ESPN Tournament Challenge,
0: yeah, yeah, and we have nearly thirty plus people playing.
1: Okay,
6: yeah, I saw that. It,
0: Unfortunately, it's, pretty, it's cut off now. Now the tournament started. Uh, yeah, it's already started. So those that are in are in.
1: Those are in, and you guys will be playing for uh, for a couple of probably at least first and second. I would say.
0: Yeah, and Fur- Furman has now tied the game with the ball and a chance to take the lead as we're down to five minutes to go in the ball game.
1: And, of course, you know, by the time you guys are listening to this, we're, we're, we're in the studio a little early today because of scheduling. But this is, yes, and Furman wow. has come back to take the lead, 56-54, with they five are, minutes to go.
6: And they are hyped up, too.
1: So here we go. And the Furman crowd is going
6: crazy. Yes, sir. <laughs> But
1: anyway, uh, yesterday uh, they had the big Mid-State Classic. You want to go over what what went down in that – Sure, and yeah. explain 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 to people that might not know what the Mid State Classic is.
0: Yeah, every year the University of Tennessee saw Paul comes to town and plays uh, a team from you know somewhere in the the region, and this year happened to be uh, Austin P. and the Lady Vols got a six to one win yesterday. Uh, before that, Columbia State and Montlow State played. Montlow with a, I think it was a seven to nothing win over the Columbia State Lady Chargers, and then uh, to start the day off yesterday morning. Uh, this is a new element added to the Mid-State Classic. You had Columbia Central uh, playing at Ridley Park against Tellahoma, uh in a big rivalry game. And Columbia Central uh, came away with a 10-2 win. Lady Lions moved to 3-0 on the season. And uh, can't say enough about the job that Coach John McDonald has done out there with those young ladies. I know for a fact I have a daughter on the team. They've been working their tails off since – uh, September and uh, that all that hard work is uh paying off so had boy John yeah absolutely there you have
1: it. uh the boys TitosWA state championship basketball championships are going on at the glass house Murphy Center at, it's, it's, on MtSU's campus yeah and, not a whole uh, lot
7: of
3: parking down there and a lot of not,
0: controversy after the Fayetteville game yesterday no well,
1: hang on just a second and uh, you can tell us about that I just want to give an update now Giles County 26 and 8. Will be playing this afternoon. Starting uh, the game probably will be over by the time uh, this broadcast comes on. But they are uh, up against Power Center. Never heard of. Never it. heard of Power Center. Is that like a gym? Is that like that? Has, that like Planet Fitness? That that is, like a, is that like a Bishop? Sixth Power Center is twenty four and seven. I don't know. I don't know where Power Center is from.
0: That's got to be a charter school or something.
1: But that's Coach Nick Campbell, former coach at Columbia Central High School that left Columbia Central and and is now at – Year uh, number one. First year at Giles County. And they're in the midst of the uh, Boys State Championships in basketball. Good luck to Nick and and the Giles County Bobcats.
0: Absolutely. Good luck to the Bobcats and wish them well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now you can –
0: well, what, what were you going uh, to the, the Fayetteville game yesterday? Apparently, their coach came out and and I'm
1: is that Fayetteville
0: City? Fayetteville City, and I'm expe- I'm expecting the uh, TWSAA to have some type of uh, say in what happened. But uh, two technical fouls, one on the coach, one on a player uh, for Fayetteville. For Fayetteville, uh, while they had a two point lead, created a four point swing that they never recovered from late in the ball game. Uh, the coach chased the officials into the corner tunnel after the game was still not given an explanation for his technical or the player on the court's technical, uh, and uh, had, had some words to say uh, with the media yesterday. So I'm expecting to hear some type of response from the TSSAA on that.
1: And his? Did you hear his? Did you hear what he said to the media? I mean, uh, do you, do you, or do you uh, know
0: ba- the, basically what I just you know just.
1: That he was ups- very
0: upset. He told all of his players in front of the media that were there with him to they needed to think long and hard before they answered some of these questions. Uh, and then he went on to talk about how the officials changed the game and swung the game in the other direction. And he got no explanation as to why. Wow. You don't necessarily see that a whole lot from high school coaches.
1: No, you don't. And And really, if in that situation of course i've officiated for quite a few years in that situation there needs to be some communication between the coaches and the officials mm-hmm. when it when it when it comes to technical fouls and unsportsmanlike conduct that you penalize a team for as an official and the reason being is you know it can be it can be a teaching teaching moment for the coach sure and a learning experience for the players because If I, if Lou, if I, if I tee one of your players up and you're the head coach and you want to know what happened, yeah. Mr. Conley, what did he say? What, you know, what, what went on then I need as an official, I need to go over and explain to you what warranted the technical foul, and you know, same way, same way. If, if you say something to me that's out of line or you're out of the coach's box or doing something you're not supposed to be doing, or unsportsmanlike gestures, or whatever it is, and I give you a technical as a head coach. If you don't understand what you did, then I need to explain to you what you did in order why you got the technical foul. Right. Yeah. Sure, just communicate with them. Just walking, just shutting it down, and walking away from them is not is is you know is not the way to handle it.
0: But here's the thing, though the. It, it, Here's why I think the TWSAA is going to probably hammer him with some type of fine. The officials don't have a press conference after the game, so there's always two sides to every story. Oh, absolutely. So they don't have the opportunity to go to the media and say, this is what happened. Um, and I'm sure there is a different side to the story. I mean, these officials, I mean, you hope they're the best of the best that they're calling these state tournament games.
1: Oh, by far. each Each association – uh, and I want to say there's eight across the state of Tennessee. Uh, they put up officials uh, they have a list that they send in the T-less AA. and then the TLA will send down an, an observer to maybe a, se- a sectional or what we call sub we used to call substate now they called sectionals right to watch to watch that official officiate that ball game and if he's using high school mechanics, proper mechanics, floor mechanics if he's you know, doing a, a, a fairly good job out there, then the two of us will say yes, he can go. But if he's out there using college mechanics or NBA signals or something like that, then they'll they'll say no. He's we don't use NBA signals, so we're not we're not going to allow that to happen. I mean, and he's not going to do the state until he starts using high school uh, signals. So that's the way it goes. And you you're right. You get the you pretty much get the best the the best officials out of those associations that all go to Murfreesboro to call the state tournament, uh, girls, the division two, which is the private, the girls and the, and the boys. Um, so they're going to get the best of the best and I'm sure they're, they're fine officials, but you know, um, you cross that line out there and especially at a state tournament. Rarely do you see technicals in a state tournament Correct. because coaches are so intent on coaching and not officiating. They don't have time to officiate. Okay, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Big Lou and Clayton the Claw. Give us a couple of minutes, we're gonna make a little money, we'll be right back.
5: This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back
1: into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, and we will see who is still standing on April 2nd. No, April, let's see. April 3rd. April 3rd on a Monday night will be the finals of March Madness. And with a minute 20 to go, Virginia has just taken a three-point lead, 66-63, as we are recording this a little early today because of some scheduling scheduling, uh, here at the studio. Yes, just scheduling conflicts. But uh, Furman was trying hard to pull the big upset. And they turn it over, just turn the ball over with a minute to go, so it might not happen uh now on our
0: which is good for you though because they're not going to foul down
1: three with fifty eight seconds. I hope so because I have the under exactly yeah. yeah, so let's see what happens but uh our brackets for the front porch front porch front porch radio on ESPN the app on the tournament challenge side, tourney challenge. Uh roughly about half of them took Alabama.
0: <laughs> I can't believe it.
1: I mean, you know, maybe that's a maybe that'll be the kiss of death or something. I don't know. Uh but we'll see what happens. I Alabama, you know, looked awfully good in the SEC tournament. I hope they're on their way to getting even better and I just hope they didn't peak, but they looked awfully good. And untouchable in the tournament. Sure, um, did.
3: yeah, they sure did.
1: I mean, they really did, yeah. and and they were also picked as the number one overall seed in the whole March Madness tournament. Out of all the out of the other th- three number ones, Alabama was picked to be the best. So, so the half of our bracket that's that's pretty warranted. Yeah, I would say I would say so. I would say so. Um, pretty good ball team. And I've got some Magic 8-Ball picks, Clayton. If you'll give me – don't give me 30 seconds. Give me about a minute to go over them, and you guys get a pen pencil piece of paper out. And uh, these are tonight's games uh, tipping off, so you'll have time to put a little wager on it if you like. You know, if I mean, you don't have to. Uh, I think March Madness is fun to fill out a bracket and – with your office or place of work or just some, get a group of friends together or go online and find a group. Yahoo Sports was doing one. I got one on Yahoo Sports, CBS Sports, and ESPN. Um, of course, you in those sites, you're playing against thousands and thousands of people. But, it, you know, what's so amazing is even though there are tens of hundreds of thousands of people that are filling out these brackets, nobody ever, nobody can ever get a perfect one.
0: I think that's why Warren Buffett offered a billion a few years ago. Was it a billion I think, dollars? I think was it a billion or a million? Maybe.
1: I think he started the million out with all, with people that or, worked with within Qu- his
0: with Quicken Loans. I think you know they're a sponsor. I think Warren owns yeah. Quicken and,
1: and I just you know it's just it's just super amazing that I, I don't know if it's ever been done.
0: We Has do, it ever been
1: done that you know of? I think maybe
0: once.
3: Really. Maybe. I want to say it has been done before.
0: The perfect bracket. I think so. I mean, at least once. we we do have our first final of the day, though. Maryland beats West Virginia sixty-seven sixty-five. So by two. Our our boy Taft Ayers' bracket is now busted officially.
1: Uh, that, is it done? So we can mark Taft off. I was I was worried about that.
0: Yeah, he I, I was worried about West Virginia
1: because you know I, I was worried about West Virginia going all the way. I mean, seriously, it's crazy. Nineteen seconds to go. Virginia just got fouled and they're up by three. So uh I'm
0: not big about going for the three there. You don't need it right now. You have plenty of time. time. Get the quick two, make it a free throw deal where you know maybe they make yeah, one of two
1: and then you can still tie it with the two. That might be a little bit of panic on Furman's side. Agreed. And the Furman uh, the Furman paladins. Do you folks out there know what a paladin is? I do because we just talked about. Yeah, it. yeah, it's a military. It's a military leader, and Charlemagne had oh twelve God. paladins. Did he miss that free throw? He,
0: he missed it. Drake, you're looking good right now, man.
1: I don't know. You know, I don't know. It's
0: what? What? One thirty-one.
1: See, so they're gonna. Yeah, you know, the one. One thirty. I can't get to one thirty-two. I can get to one thirty-one. So now Virginia's up by four, sixty-seven, sixty-three. See, a bucket kills me right here.
0: It's a good block.
1: Yeah, it is. And he got fouled right there. So but anyway, uh okay. So tonight we've got some ball games tonight, uh, for the March Madness. I got the eight ball out and shook it around a little bit and asked what what it thought about tonight's games. And for all you volunteer fans out there, the Magic Eight Ball has picked the Vols to cover the ten and a half. They that game starts at eight forty tonight. Uh in the Houston-Northern North, uh, Kentucky game, the Magic 8 ball said take Northern Kentucky. So that's Tennessee minus the 10.5, Northern Kentucky against Houston plus the 18.5. Also, the Magic 8 ball says take Princeton plus the 14.5 against Arizona. <laughs> take Northwestern minus 1.5 over Boise State. And take. Oh my gosh. No, and take Texas A and M. Oh my gosh. Furman just took the lead, folks. 2.2 yeah, to go. And A and M minus the two and a half. This is Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow at four o'clock for Big Lou and Clayton the Claw. I'm Drake, and we're out of here.